Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. The following program contains names, places, and events that have been anonymized or fictionalized for the purposes of protection and safety. The following program is provided for entertainment purposes only, and any commentary from the hosts are strictly conjecture and should not be held as making any definitive statements about the truth or identity of any particular individuals or circumstances. If you or a loved one are involved in an abusive relationship, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 for support. Good Monday morning, my friend. Hey, Hannah. Hi. How many people are like, get to the story? I feel like everyone <laughs> was so antsy this week about part like, two. Like, so ready for part two. So we basically left off with Livy getting on the phone with Chloe, and that opened a whole new can of worms that you're about to hear about. So if anyone is just joining us, this is part two of a longer story, The OnlyFans Pimp. And you should definitely go back and listen to part one before you start here for obvious reasons. That's kind of how parts work. I kind of like when we break it up into two. I know it's difficult, but it's nice to see the conversation in between because we can like respond right now. We're recording this on Friday before this comes out on Monday. So it's kind of, I don't know. I think it makes the story even better, but Let's recap part one just for people to remember what. Yeah. Happened. And also, but if you message me about this episode, please don't use the word pimp in my messages because TikTok banned me for a month from messaging because they thought I was doing sexual services with the baby daddy stories. <laughs> so we got to use I've been using like an exclamation point for the I or OnlyFans. I'll use a zero. Yeah. You got to get a little creative. <laughs> Because I could not even post. They were like, we do not like this. Like you are like, it was, it was wild. So let's keep that Ugh. out of my messages. <laughs> baby daddy. You're a pimping baby daddy. Wild. Just kidding. You're not. You're just slinging makeup. That's all. You, that's all. That's Guys, legit. Let her live. Let her live. Let me do what I do. <laughs> so recap. Okay. So Livy basically meets this guy who's much older than her. And when I say much older, we're talking like 10 years. We don't exactly know because he kind of lied. Oh, yeah, true. I feel like age gaps are less of a thing when you're like, once you get into your late 20s and beyond. But when you're 21, it's like somebody who's 25 feels like a huge age gap, in my opinion. At least no, that's it's how it felt true. For me. And like this guy who's much older took advantage of the fact that she was young and a little bit inexperienced. And she believed him because she had no reason not to. And yeah. she followed his lead when it came to the OnlyFans. And he totally manipulated her. And it got to the point where she was like, this is, you know, she started kind of realizing what was going on she gets on the phone with chloe and like i said a whole nother can of worms that we're about to hear about yeah so the first story is a lot of how they get to know each other and how he kind of subtly gets himself into her life he definitely grooms her into trusting him somebody reached out like not knowing what grooming meant and that's kind of just when somebody is really manipulative and strategic about making you 
trust them and feel secure and dependent emotionally or otherwise on someone so then they can have an easier time manipulating you. And in this case, he manipulated and essentially trafficked her on yes. OnlyFans. I we can call it that. I think it's it is trafficking. Like it's it's legitimately yeah. trafficking and like by definition. And so I think that this is I love that we're sharing these stories because then we had a, a follower of ours on the Instagram reach out with this acronym called DARVO. Hannah, you want to share what DARVO is? Yes, I looked it up. So shout out to Carrie, a follower who sent this acronym DARVO. And she was like, this is exactly what he was doing. So it stands for deny, attack and reverse victim and offender. So when in this case, when Livy was like, hey, you are forcing me to do something I don't want to do, whatever. He's whatever like, it is. No. He's a <laughs> right, deny. And then the gaslighting, he turns it around and is like, you're not holding up your end of the deal. And then like you're making it really hard for me. You're being a bad partner, reversing the victim and offender roles. So deny, attack, and then reverse victim and offender. Darvo is a, I mean, how many times has that so come up? So narcissistic and a hundred percent, a hundred percent manipulative, the whole thing. So let's listen and see if he does some Darvo dancing with Chloe, because Chloe is going to share her side of the story with Jay. And Chloe was amazing. I love both of them. I'm, we just, let's get into it. I know everybody's like, shut up, let's get into it. <laughs> All right, let's go. Okay, so her and I jump on a call and so much was unraveled, but she is here today to let you know all of it. So without Dying. further ado. We love this part. Dying. Oh my gosh. Hello, Chloe. Hello. It's so nice to have you here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm dying to tell everything I got. Oh my gosh. Well, we're dying to hear it. So take it away, <laughs> sister. <laughs> Okay, I'll just start kind of like life before him. I was in Hawaii for four years before I met him. I was working at like a hookah bar, buy me a drink bar. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, but it's just- No, explain. It's just kind of like where you like dress up, guys will come in, buy you some drinks and you get paid for it. It's not like anything crazy. It's just a little easy. You get paid to drink basically. Oh, wow. Simple as that. That sounds fun. I'm glad I didn't know about that in college. It was a great job when I was, yeah, exactly. It was a great job when I was 21, but, (laughs) but yeah, I'd always be, I'd always been single. I'd never had a relationship before. Decided to get on the dating app, see what was out there, specifically Hinge, because we met May of 2022. So yeah, I was trying to get into the dating scene. I was swiping and going, but in Hawaii specifically, my type isn't really there. It's a lot of military boys. It's a lot of like, not my vibe. But so I came across Jay and I was like, oh, okay, you know, my type finally. So I was like dead set because I had a very hard time dating in Hawaii. So I was like into it. I was like, he's cute. He's whatever. I was 21 at the time. His said 32. And he gave me like the first, you know, he was like, please tell me you're in Hawaii. And I was like, ooh, like he likes me. Like he kind of gave me like the little giddies. And I was like, and he's cute. So I, you know, we just started talking. And it didn't take very long before, you know, he was like, what's your number? Come hang out with me. 
at blah, 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 which it was just a hotel. He was like, come hang out with me at this hotel. And we met up. I almost didn't go in. I was having like a whole panic attack because it was my first date and whatever. My impressions on him on the first date was for sure like he's super successful. He's telling me about all of these things. I'm I feel like if anybody else was listening to it, they would have been like, "Mm, you kind of are spitting out a lot of stuff that doesn't really add up or it kind of sounds like you're gloating. But for me, I was like, little 21 year old me, I was just like, oh, he seems so successful. Like, I really want to date an older guy who's like, has his stuff together. You know, like he was rich. He had lots of cars. He was very successful. He was Cabo, Vegas, San Diego. So my first impressions was he was very successful. He had his shit together. He was very wealthy. But that's, that's not really like, I just, I love the successfulness. I sounded like he had his shit together. He said he was buying a house in Hawaii and that's why Wait, he was Wait, was that on the that same trip? trip? Yes, the same exact trip that Livy was talking about. So you're like, nice away bag. He took yeah. that suitcase. I'm still not okay with the suitcase. Which you know what's so funny about the away suitcase? Brag to me about it. <gasps> Brag to me <gasps> about audacity. it. Oh. Yeah, he was like, this is my sister's bag. Isn't my it- sister. It's yeah. always the sister. It's always the sister. Isn't it so cool? Um, yeah, whole thing. Bragged about the whole thing. It was actually funny because when Livy and I talked about that, I said something and she's like, that was mine. And like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh but, my God. You know, he told me the same things. Well connected, was working with the famous drummer, all of those things. You know, he even told me he was getting a call from him during our date, like stopped our conversation. was like, I'm getting a call from him one second and like took the call, which I honestly just think it was Livy at the time now that I... I didn't know it at the time, but now I'm thinking that. But yeah, first date, we hung out at the hotel the whole time. It was good. He was talking my ear off. I thought he was just the most amazing human in the world. I remember going to my friends after and being like, he was so cool. The whole time he was apparently suicidal talking to Livy. That's what's so crazy to me. He had a big smile on his face, all these things. But the whole time he was telling, you know, two girls something different. But yeah, he ended up moving hotels twice, which was weird to me at the time, but I just whatever. And he ended up asking if he could stay at my house for the remainder of his trip. So we took the surfboards up to my house. We took the suitcase up, suitcase. We took all the things up to my house and he stayed at my trip or he stayed what at my house. What was his excuse for that? Why did he need to stay at your house? He told me he likes to move hotels. So he liked to like get different hotels to like have a different experience. And I was like, okay. And he's like, well, I'm going to move to another one. But like, would you just want to stay at your house? And I was like, I mean, I guess like that's fine. Like, yeah, me. So he just superimposes himself into anywhere and everything. Yeah, and me being me, I was like, yeah, who would want to spend more money on another like hotel and I liked yeah. him. I liked him yeah, at the you time. Wanna, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, come over to my house. Like, we're not, made of, <laughs> we're not made of wood. No, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, But yeah, so he stayed at my house. I ended up taking him to the airport. After all of that, you know, he seemed like a really big deal. I was very interested in him. So I did long distance with him from San Diego. He was in San Diego and I stayed in Hawaii. 
But at the time, like it was so worth it to me because he was always texting me. He was always calling me. I went to San Diego to visit him. He was planning all these trips with me. Like he was including me in everything, every little thing. And he was planning all these nice dinners and planning, just planning. He's a big planner, not a big like take action on it. But we did have like a Bali trip planned. That was like a huge thing. Like he really wanted to go to Bali. Fancy. Okay. Wanted me to come with him. Yeah. So when I did go visit him in San Diego for my first time, I ended up actually visiting him almost every two weeks. Paid for it myself. He never helped me buy a ticket, never helped me. But I was just, you know, I'm not a big long distance person. I was like, I want to see you. I want to touch you. Like, you know, I'm just like, let's go. And during that first trip to visit him, he brought up us starting a couple's TikTok account. He was just like, he was wanting me to do TikTok. I was super shy. So TikTok wasn't really my thing, but he brought it up maybe the first time. And I was like, I'm really shy. I don't really want to do that. And maybe like the second time I flew out there, I was like, all right, let's do it. And he would always have the ideas. He would always be the one to like come up with things. And I would just be doing them with him. And he framed this TikTok account as like, this is a start to our empire. Like we can make money off of this. We can get views off of this. We can get brand deals out of this. We can, you know, it was definitely a money-based situation. And then after we started the TikTok, he started bringing up OnlyFans. I was complaining about my job and how I was kind of over it. Like I was just like, I don't want to drink anymore. The hangovers, blah, 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 blah. And he was like, well, you should just do OnlyFans. Like I've, I have like a marketing company. I have a management company. Like you should just do it. And I'm like, no, I really don't want to do it. Like I don't want my parents to see. I don't want to be an OnlyFans girl. And he would constantly bring it up whenever I'd be like, oh, I want to make more money or I want to do this. And he'd be like, we should build a an empire together. Like, let's do this. Let's like make sure that we get like, let's build this empire. Let's create this. And I just really did not want to do it. Like I was not comfortable with it, but he just kept bringing it up. He would always subtly bring it up when I'm complaining about money or I'm complaining about my job or I'm saying, hey, I can't fly out. And he'd be like, well, you could if you just did OnlyFans type thing. And there was one trip where he was really upset about my job. He hated my job, obviously, because it was kind of like men based in a way. So he called me a slut a lot. He'd call me a whore, say like, (gasps) I have sex for money, which I just want to put out there that that was not true. I really just drank. (laughs) And then after I got back and literally like right when I walked in my front door coming back from visiting him, I get this text from Jay about an email that he got. The first email kind of was like, hey, you're dating a whore. She's prostituting herself out. She just uses men. She will take all your money. She's not who she says she is. The person said, I know her. She was dancing on my lap. Like he was like, he was acting, he was portraying to be like a customer that used to come in. And my stomach just dropped because I'm like, who is this? Why are they saying these things about me? Who could it possibly be? Why, where, or when, who is this? Like my brain just started rack and I'm just like, I immediately texted him like, I'm, I'm so sorry, like, what is this? Like, who is this? And he's just like, I don't fuck know. Like, why don't you fucking tell me type thing? And it's just, you know, it was just him yelling at me and I'm trying to be like, wait, 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 don't believe this. This isn't true. Like, don't believe a thing that you're hearing right now. And he's just like, no, I'm gonna believe it type thing. 
Who's into smutty books and anything romance? I Somebody just recommended one to me that I really want to read. Anyway, that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to talk about Dipsy because Tipsy is an app for anyone who loves romance of any kind. I love romance. Mackenzie makes fun of me because I always want people to kiss. And unfortunately, on this show, kissing is not always a good thing because usually someone is kissing a million other people at the same time. But on Dipsy, which is an app for hundreds of short, sexy audio stories, you're not going to find dogfish type stories. You're going to find all of your fantasies, essentially. So it's designed by women for women. But what I love about it is that it has scenarios for everybody, like any gender orientation. I definitely find that the internet for looking for fun, sexy stuff is not usually what I want. It's actually like scientifically proven that women especially need to like paint a a picture or a story have that image in their head to get in the new in the mood. Dipsy does such a good job of bringing scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and really realistic characters. And it's all audio. So you can listen to stories to spice up your me time, or you can listen to stories with your partner. They also have really good sleep stories or wellness sessions. And they're all kind of sexy, which is like always fun, especially if you're like me and you love sexy romance. So Dipsy can really be your go-to place to spice up anything you are looking for. It's so fun. I really love it. And I've loved it before we got to do ads with them. I heard about it on a podcast years ago, tried it myself and thought it was like a really healthy and better alternative for a lot of sexual exploration. So I'm like pinching myself every time I get to do an ad. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash TDD. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash T-D-D, Dipsy stories.com slash T-D-D. Okay, love it. Back to the story. After he got that email, he made it clear he wanted me to quit. Like, he never specifically said, you need to quit your job. It was a I'm not dealing with this. If you continue, I'm breaking up with you. This is absolutely not okay. You are a whore and I'm not dealing with this. You need to stop. Like, it was just like, push, 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 or I'm leaving you. And I was like, well, okay, done, deal. Like, I like you, so I guess I'll be done, like, type thing. And he was like, you can just do OnlyFans. The first email came in. I went to work that night and bawled my eyes out to them. And I was like... I don't know what's going on, but I can't work here right now. Like someone's emailing him and they were like, that's okay. Like, that's so weird. I don't know anybody who would do that. I was like, I have no idea who would do this to me either, but I can't work here. I don't feel comfortable. And my boyfriend's mad. Like, I don't want to lose my boyfriend. I have to stop working. So I quit my job and I started OnlyFans. After that, they started becoming stalker emails. So then I just stopped. Leave, I stopped leaving my house. I quit my job. I oh stopped my leaving God. my house. I was Instacarting. I was door dashing. Like I was like stressed out because these were specific. Like, oh, I just saw her carry her groceries in. She's doing this, this, and this. I'm going to go upstairs and fuck her. Like literally like these nasty, horrible emails about me. And his oh response is not God. to be worried about you, but to be mad at you. 
that's well yeah not... he was sending he he so he only this was also important to note he only sent me like two or three of like proof of the email and it was from these like crazy emails some crazy fake emails and i'm genuinely like screaming crying throwing up with anxiety like this is not true like i liked this guy i was really trying to prove like this is not true this is not who i am like i don't know who this is i don't have bad blood in hawaii like i don't get this like what's going on but he was very persistent about someone was watching me i literally i left i went and visited him again i was like i'm leaving i don't want to be here i was just like okay, I'll fly out there. Like, I need to just be better. I need to just be with you. I need you to just see that this is not true. So then that whole trip was basically him being like, you're a cheater. You need to prove yourself, all these things. And I'm like, that's a wild position to be in. You're like unstable going to him for help and stability and support because you're scared. But he's also blaming you for this. It's my brain is mushed. I can't imagine where you were. Yeah. And this whole time he was wanting me to move to San Diego, but I still had a while left on my lease. And then a stalker emails happen. And then it was, no, you need to do it now. We're going to figure out how to break your lease now. And I'm like, well, you know, I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. And he's like, well, I'm not comfortable with you living in Hawaii. So you either need to move here or we need to like cancel this whole relationship. So I agreed and started planning this move to California. How long had you been dating? We met May 2022. He asked me out July, June or July, and I moved in October. So it was all really fast. And this is the whole point where we had the Bali trip planned. And he's all telling me, you can't come anymore. You're like, I'm going to break up with you. Like, okay, all these rude. things. Yeah, like all these things. But then it was like, no, I can't go to Bali without you. It wouldn't be the same. Like, I really want to go with you. But I think to prove yourself, like, you should really help me pay for the things now because I was about oh. to give you this whole trip and I think now you should pay for it. We with heard me. this before. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> He's got his playbook. Yes, exactly. He literally has a thing for everything. That's what I realized. So he begged me and basically forced me to pay for all the hotels and all of like everywhere we basically stayed. And if I didn't pay for it with my own money, he took all my credit card points. He literally went in and bought hotels with my credit card points, like big hotels, like gorgeous hotels in Bali with my credit card points. I had oh no, my God. No, I had no credit card points. I had like 90,000 and I had none by the end of the trip, like took them all. We actually had a pretty good time in Bali. I think we fought a couple times, but it was more like he was yelling at me and I was just like, let's just like have the fun. Like these emails aren't real. I don't know what else to like prove to you, whatever. But when I got home, when we got home from the trip, I got an Instagram DM request basically giving a screenshot of all of these conversations that he's been having with this one specific girl being like, hey, I just saw your guys' TikTok. Jay has been talking to me on this dating app. And I showed him instantly. That's a fake account of me. That's not a real hinge. That's not a real hint. Oh, my God. And me being me, I believed him because I was like, oh, I have fake accounts of me everywhere. So I'm like, you know, like maybe he's, you know, he's kind of a good looking guy. Like maybe he actually has fake accounts. And he's like, I'm not a cheater. Looks me in the eyes and goes, I'm not a cheater, Chloe. I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. Cool. So my move to California was planned for two weeks after getting back from Bali. 
while we were in Bali, he had had me start selling all of my things on Facebook Marketplace to make sure that they were gone by the time I got back. So once I got back to Hawaii, I sold almost everything in the first day that I was back. So I had just sold all my life. And then as days went on, he was being horrible to me. He was ignoring me. He was not talking to me. He was going out and then not replying at 9 p.m. and then call FaceTiming me at 8 a.m. and being like in bed, like, oh, I just woke up. All these things, which were very like, you know, sketchy. sketchy. It Everything yeah, was very sketchy. So after everything, I'm like literally in Hawaii, like, I don't think I should do this. I don't think I should move, but I sold all my stuff already. So really, honestly, I didn't really want to move when I was moving, but I kind of felt like I was... SOL, like I was shit out of luck. Like I already had done half of it. Like I needed to just go through with it. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just do it. If it doesn't work out, I'll make a life for myself in California. Whatever, you know? I was like, I've always figured it out. Let's do it. So I moved California October 2022. He held those cheating allegations over me for the entire relationship. Those emails that he had no proof of, of anything. So manipulative. Yeah, he held those over me for forever, made me want to prove myself. He always wanted me to prove myself, prove that I wasn't using him, prove that I didn't just move to California because I wanted to and used him to do that like type Mm. whole thing. And I was like, I moved because you wanted me to. What are you talking about? Anyways, so he made me buy all the furniture pretty much for the house, for the apartment. Oh my God. And you don't even realize he's manipulating you to do all these things. Like it doesn't even sink in until you put it on paper, right? Exactly. And I'm over here like trying to prove I'm not using him because I actually think like he's has this money and like he actually thinks that I'm doing this. And I'm like, no, like let me buy the bed frame. Let me do this. Let I don't me need do that. your money. Like, yeah. yeah I'm here like, for and, you. But I'm also over here, quit my job, don't have shit. Like I no credit I, I card also, points anymore. I don't yeah, <laughs> I don't really have money. So I started OnlyFans with him before I moved. He was pushing me, pushing me, pushing me to do it after I like, you know, he's like, well you just need to quit your job, you know, like you can just do OnlyFans. And I'm not comfortable with this, but I just fell into like the little trap. He's like, I'll manage you. I have a marketing agency. I can do all these things that help you. Like you won't even have to do anything. You just create the content. Like everything's done for you. It's easy. It's done. It's cool. So yeah. So he was proposing it like the whole time, like while I'm begging him to be with me and like doing all this stuff and I'm quitting my job and all these things. And he's like, well, just do it. Just do it. And I'm like, okay, fine. I'll do it for you. Like as long as you take me back type thing. I also really needed the money. I broke my lease to move to California. Like I did a lot of things. I didn't even really sell my things for good amounts of money. I just sold them. And OnlyFans made me uncomfortable. He said he had the whole agency that handled the whole business side and all the weight came off my shoulders for 50% of my earnings. He said he'll do all of that for me, but they're going to take 50% because he needs to pay out the marketers. He needs to pay the promotion fees. He needs to pay the chatters. He needs to pay all of these people. And I'm like, okay, I don't know any better. So I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. That's how it works. Yeah, that's, that's how it works to me. So when I first moved, he was constantly gone. He was at the office, at the real estate office, working, whatever he was doing, lunches, all these open houses, all these things. So I was at home putting furniture together, doing all these things by myself. And I felt very 
isolated. I also had no car. I had no way of leaving. I had no way of doing anything. I felt very alone. I felt very isolated. And he also was never there on top of the fact that I built all the furniture in that house. Like the entire house was furnished by me. And then he'd come home and be like, okay, what are we going to, what are you going to make for dinner? That type of thing. Like I was very like house, housewife status for nothing. I'm working like days and nights. Like I am constantly being forced to work. It was always like, well, I'm at work. Why aren't you working? I got to be on TikTok live. I got to be on OnlyFans live. I got to be posting. I'm constantly making content. He was pushing the TikTok lives for sure. Like pushing TikTok lives because that is a good way to grow on OnlyFans. I was on TikTok live probably like two to four hours a day, whether that would be 30 minutes, another 30, an hour, another hour. Once it started getting more and OnlyFans started getting posted on more and he started posting me on Reddit more and stuff like that and everything started get to getting to go and all this stuff, it was you need to make three TikToks a day on three accounts and then you need to go live for at least an hour. And so when he would go to his job, I would sit on live the entire time he was gone. And if I didn't, he would text me and be like, what are you doing? Why aren't you on live? Why aren't you getting shit done? After OnlyFans started getting good, he was then pushing OnlyFans live. So then I was like, that's a whole new segment. Now you have to get naked in front of everybody. You're not just sitting on camera on TikTok live. You're sitting on OnlyFans live, which is so much different. And then he was just like making up all these tip menus and it would be like flash tits for $20 for 30 seconds or, you know, do a spank for five or like just random things that are, you know, very demeaning. Like I begged him to at least keep the live money because I'm like, that's my money. I'm getting that money. Like if I made $1,500 from showing my body and you didn't do anything, why should you keep it? And it was like, that's not how business works. Never, 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 never was the 50% negotiable. Never, never, never did he not get paid for what he needed to get paid for. It just made me feel very like an object. It just made me feel very, you know, just put yourself in front of the camera and make me some money, bitch. Like, honestly, that's how I felt. It's really bad. He keep pushing me to do all these things and I'm just getting so much more uncomfortable with it. But if you say no, mm. it's, well, you're not going to make any money that way. So I don't know what you're thinking. Like, you're just not going to be able, like, it's not going to be good enough for the men. Like, the men it's need bullying. More. He's bullying. Exactly. He's ga- a form of gaslighting in a way, too. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know. He, like, forced your dependency on it. And then yeah, 100%. once you're there, it's easy to take more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he would post nudes of me on Reddit that actually mm. he still has up. He still has the whole account. I can't get it back from him. So he has access to the entire thing. That's um, awful. Yeah. I'm working on trying to get it removed, but you know, it's not as easy as it. I thought I'm it would so be. Sorry. Makes me so mad. Yeah. It makes me mad too. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I, I only found that out by looking at the Reddit post. He never asked me for permission or anything. I just looked and I was like in the shower and I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, and he would just, you know, be like, what? We need money. Like you need not we. He would always say you need the money. Mm. You know, he'd be like, yeah, I'm doing this for you. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Oh, always. It'd be like, I gave you this. 
I did this for you. I gave you this life. You never made this much money before me. You didn't have a life before me. You were drinking for money before me. Like, okay, cool. I was 21. Of course I was drinking for money. Who wouldn't? He isolated me a ton. And I mean, the first thing was moving me away from everything I knew for the last four years and moving me to a completely different state, which I'm pretty good at moving to places and not knowing people. But this was different when you have someone controlling if you go outside or not. Like it was very controlled. I was very isolated. I had no friends. When I mean no friends, like I had absolutely no one. I met one person from my apartment complex and he hated me seeing her because I'd be like, have a good time with her and come back and be happy. And he'd just be like, ugh, like whatever. Horrible attitude towards it. Did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? If you wake up too hot or too cold, my husband is the hot one. He's a freaking furnace. I highly recommend you check out Miracle Made's bed sheets. They are inspired by NASA. Miracle Made uses silver infused fabrics and makes temperature regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. Babe, can you please share your experience with your sweating at night and your so I naturally sleep hot. However, it's like 10 times hotter because somebody always wants to double up the covers on me and then lay on top of those <laughs> covers because she gets hot underneath the covers. So here I am, double layered, insulated with another warm body on top. And it just makes it 10 times worse. At least with these sheets, I've noticed a huge difference where I'm not you know, waking up drenched. Ever since we've been using the Miracle Made sheets, like he's not sweaty anymore. It's much cooler for him. And I'm such a I'm someone who gets really cold at night and he gets really, really hot. So I love these sheets. And also, oh, babe, did you know that traditional bed sheets can harbor more bacteria than a toilet seat? Yeah, who yeah. gross? It can lead to acne, allergies, stuffy noses. It is really gross. Miracle Made offers a whole line of self-cleaning, eco-friendly bedding like sheets, pillowcases, comforters, and they prevent 99% of bacteria and require three times less laundry, which is really nice. Go to trymiracle.com slash TDD to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or your husband who sweats a lot or has a gift for anyone, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo TDD at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund, but they won't need it, will they? Nope. And your epidermis will thank you. (laughs) Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash TDD and use the code TDD to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash TDD to treat yourself or your husband. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. There was one night he went out and I wasn't allowed to go to this rave thing because I love rave music. And then one of my favorite artists was playing and I wasn't allowed to go by myself which was annoying, but like at the same time, like I understood because I was like, I don't know anyone here. I don't even know how to get around San Diego. So how am I supposed to go to this rave by myself, whatever. So that night I get on Bumble BFF because I'm like, I'm going to find some friends because I'm not missing another rave. Like, wait, there's a Bumble BFF. Yes, I've used it too. And it's great. Highly recommend. It's amazing. Like to find a friend, like a girlfriend to chill with. 
Yeah, uh-huh. it's like a dating app for friends. Are these just like genuinely like people just literally just trying to find cool friends? <laughs> yeah. Yes. And you can put like interest. I have one friend. Shout out to Simone. We both were like, is this weird? And now we're, we're still friends. We're two writers. And like, it's the most beautiful little thing. Bumble BFF, y'all. Yeah. Not sponsored. Every, everyone that I know from here, mostly I've met from Bumble BFF. This but yeah, got on Bumble BFF, wanted to find friends and he hated it. So once I found some friends and I would go make like dates with them, kind of to go meet with them he would throw a fit. Like, you didn't tell me you were going to go out. Like, how long are you going to go out? Like, da-da-da-da-da. He eventually turned this Bumble BFF thing into take my card and ask them if they want to do OnlyFans. Like, go and recruit girls, basically. So he took my (sighs) finding friends into a recruiting for OnlyFans, like, to get them under his agency. Oh, my God. How did you feel when he asked you to do that? Horrible. I'm like, you're taking my friends like you're taking the main place I'm coming for friends and turning it into like I'm a like I'm a pimp's girlfriend now looking for girls like at this point. Like, that's how I felt. I was like, I'm but he would that at that point. Now he's forcing me. Now you're like, he's like, you're not making any money because you're not going to get girls. You're not making any money because he was like, well, you'll get 20 percent of these girls earnings if you go and get them. Like, and so then he'd be like, well, no wonder you're broke. You're not helping get girls. Oh my God. Yeah. So two weeks after moving to California, I get a message being like, hey, were you dating Jay on October 2nd? It was like a specific date. And I was like, I went back to that date and I was like, that was the date that his phone died at 9 p.m. and he FaceTimed me at 8 a.m. You know, like we never forget those. Oh, no. A woman that never night, forgets. I was up all night in Hawaii that night. Like, I know something's happening. So fast forward, I get a message on that saying, talking about that date. And I go, yes, I was. In the meantime, he runs to the bathroom and he's getting messages from this girl being like, I'm telling her. And he's like, do you have to intervene? Are you really that mad that I didn't want to be with you? And all these things. He's saying this in the bathroom while I'm getting the messages saying, are you dating? Were you dating him? So this is all happening at one time. And I get the screen recordings. God bless her heart. She, I love screen recordings. I see he's been talking to her for months while we've been dating before even we were dating. The one message I specifically see is that time when I was laying in bed with him before I moved all my stuff in Hawaii. And he was like, you're being a cheater. You're going to go cheat on me. And he rolled over at like 12 something at midnight and messaged her being like, what are you doing this weekend? Or what are you doing this week? Making the plan after just calling me a cheater and saying I would never cheat ever in my life to me. Oh, my God. So she actually told me that he took her to a music festival. He got a hotel for her. They had sex all of the nine yards and he completely dropped her after. And but he so, told you that. Well, no, she said that. Oh, she's, she's saying that. I'm she's sorry. Like, I thought you just said that he told you that. OK, got it. Well, yeah, no, he said different things. Sure. But yeah, bless her heart. She was amazing. She gave me everything I needed. I'm shaking at this point. He comes out of the bathroom and like gets on his hands and knees and was just like, I need to, I have to tell you something. I'm having all this anxiety. And I'm like, I already fucking know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I already know. Like, bitch, stand up. 
yeah, literally get off your hands and knees. <laughs> He's like begging. And I'm just like shaking. And, you know, we go through this whole thing. He gives me all of these excuses. But the major excuse that he gave me was that he didn't think I was serious about dating him. This is while I just moved my entire life. He said I, he didn't think I was serious about dating him. And that's why he had to talk to other girls. That's why he needed to go. Yes. So I basically decided to just be like, you know what? That's fine. We're going to be even about this because he was constantly harassing me about the emails ever since I moved Ever since the email started, it was, well, the email said that you're this. Well, the email said, so are you this? Are you using me? That type of thing. I was just like, you know what? You cheated on me. I didn't really do anything, but we'll just make sure we'll just use the emails and we'll use your cheating and we'll just say, we're going to call it even. You're not going to bring up the emails. I won't bring up the cheating thing. I almost was just like, can you just stop talking about it? Because it's not actually true. And I guess I'll just have to take you cheating on me truly and actually as like a, all right, let's call it even type of deal. Let's write you off. You're good. We're now not mad at each other. Let's start off from brand new. But after, you know, that specific one, we kind of moved on from that. And I was a psycho about trying to find him on dating apps. But it was just trying to find out if like I really made a mistake and if he actually didn't think that I was serious about him and that's actually the reason that he cheated on me or if I'd been delusional the entire time and I didn't see it coming and I needed to catch the next one. I had Bumble subscriptions to like change the locations because he was huge about changing his location. So he would be in North Carolina sometimes. Like he'd be in Utah sometimes. He'd be in Boston. He'd be in New York. He'd be in LA. You mean his app was, not physically him. No, his app. He was changing the setting. If anybody's not sure, you can pay more to Mm. expand your search to cities where you're not physically in. Correct. So he was just looking all over the world. Yeah, he (laughs) He was. was Not discriminating. He would even do it like he had a bachelor trip in Canada. And so before his trip in Canada, I went and looked to see if he was in there. He was right there. I was like, what are you trying to do? Trying to find some girls before you go on the trip, basically. So I would constantly find him on these dating apps and I still would just be like, delete it. And he'd be like, okay, I did. And then he would never do it. And I would just find him somewhere else or whatever. That was one thing that I wish I would have just taken and run with it because I found him so many times. It was kind of ridiculous how many I let him get away with. It's a tricky thing because, of course, hindsight, we're like, there it is. But I, I am curious about what was going through your head in those moments. Like, just obviously you're dependent on him financially, so he makes yeah. you believe. I felt like I could not leave for multiple, multiple reasons. One of them being the isolation. I didn't know anybody in California And a huge thing for me was I didn't want to move back to my parents' house and I didn't want anybody to be the reason that I did. I could have gone back to my parents' house and I want everyone to know that I could have, but I still chose not to because of my like inner, it felt like failure to me. And that just got into my head a lot too. I just was like, I don't want him to be the reason that I moved back to my parents' house. And I kept wanting to give him the time of day. I kept wanting to see if he would stop cheating on me. I wanted to be the one for him. I wanted to, I had such a fucked up, I had such a messed up way of thinking with this situation because he made me feel 
like I was so loved by him and then his actions made me feel so much different. On top of the fact is I had never been cheated on before. I had never been with anybody before. I didn't, I honestly looked at this cheating. It wasn't that bad. Like it was crazy to me. It was, it was hurtful. It was disgusting. But in my world, I was like, oh, he cheated again. It became so normal for me that it was just like, oh, well, he's done worse. Oh, well, he's done worse. Well, he can fix this. This is not that crazy. Or I would completely believe what he said to me of why that excuse was. He had such a strong grip on my brain at the time. Like I almost felt brainwashed by him in a little bit of the way that like he had control of my OnlyFans. He had control of my finances. I don't even feel like I was thinking for myself. I don't, it's so weird because when I look back at like the last year and a half of my life, that was not me. I speak up for myself. I I was so just brainwashed. It honestly felt like I was a kid and I was kidnapped when I was one. And I grew up with somebody that told me that it was, he was my, they were my parents. And I was just like, okay. And that was my life from then on. Like I felt so brainwashed and so controlled. And I just felt like I, I had no, I couldn't make decisions for myself he made decisions for me. And that's kind of like, I felt like a little kid who was just kind of being controlled. I think he very much ran with the, I've never been in a relationship aspect too. I'd never been yelled at by somebody that wasn't my family. I'd never been told what to do by someone that wasn't my family or my boss or whatever. I just felt, and I'd also never been in love before. So when I fell in love with him in quotes, I was falling in love with the idea of someone taking care of me. I was falling in love with the idea that he was giving to me, like, I'm doing this for you. You didn't have anything before me. You are better now because of me. Like, he very much made me feel like I'm only the person that I am because of him. He has also made you believe that this is what you deserve, too. He's kind of, like, pushed you down enough that by now you're like, I guess my boyfriend's just going to sometimes go on apps and that's all I can get. That's the worst feeling. I'm so sorry. Yeah, and then he would say he was on there for val- looking for validation because I didn't give him any. <gasps> oh my. That is such a thing, the blaming. What a crybaby. What a crock. Ew. <laughs> he knew he was really good at like manipulating and you into making you feel like crap so that you would do whatever it is he wanted you to do. Mm-hmm. So... My birthday is shortly after I moved to California. He leaves me alone for my birthday and I have no friends. I actually, (sighs) I'm still friends with the one girl, the two girls that hung out with me on my birthday from Bumble BFF. It was my first time meeting them and they hung, they both hung out with me. I love them. I'm still friends with them till this day. We love them so much. Oh, we are not sponsored by Bumble BFF, but I would love to be. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, he leaves me alone on my birthday to go on a bachelor trip in Costa Rica So I honestly kind of trusted that this trip, like I really didn't think anything crazy was going to happen in Costa Rica. And he was kind of on his good behavior. Like he was messaging me like the normal, the bare, the bare minimum. But then on my actual birthday, he ignores me my entire birthday. He does not talk to me. He maybe said like, hi, like, hi, happy birthday. After that, he would not talk to me. He started a fight with me that night and told me I'm a crazy and I don't On your birthday? Yeah, from Costa Rica. Oh, that I jail. have a jail. drinking 
yeah, that I have a drinking problem and I can't control my liquor and all these things. And I'm not even drunk. I'm literally think I'm smoking a joint. I don't know if I could say that, but I'm outside smoking, whatever. You're in California, and, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I am totally chill. Like I maybe had a couple of drinks. I'm not like, a, I wasn't a huge drinker, but he always said I had a problem with alcohol. Always said, cause I would get drunk sometimes and speak speak my mind. Which he doesn't like. Things that I wouldn't say when I was sober. Yeah. Things I would keep myself because I knew he'd get mad, whatever. And I just get the courage to say it. The liquid courage, you know, a little bit. Anyways, he ignores me my whole birthday, starts a fight with me and adds a couple girls on Instagram. I have his location at the time and I'm seeing him going through the Costa Rica woods at like 2 a.m. after he's like ignoring me. And he and then later that morning told me he was asleep the whole time and he went to home early and he fell asleep. And I was like, well, that's crazy because your phone wasn't asleep. You were moving through the Costa Rica jungle. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, I, I, I sleepwalk. Oh, no, he told me like, that he fell asleep on the way home from the bars. And that's what he meant by he was sleeping. Okay. Mackenzie and I don't particularly cook. It's not <laughs> a thing that we do. We do many other things. We're very cute. I don't cute, like it. But it's fine because I do have Daily Harvest, which we <laughs> love. I like the Daily Harvest stuff. Yeah, it's a really great service that sends you meals and they're either frozen meals that you heat up and they feel they taste really good or they have smoothies. They have all kinds of like options based on what you want. And it's really healthy and really easy. And it takes the guesswork out. It's like we don't have to cook, <laughs> which is all we want. Seriously. Well, and also I'm on a weight loss journey. So a lot of times because I'm not someone who cooks, I like to try to find something easy and fast. And like, there's a lot of things that say easy to prep or whatever. And I look at it and the ingredients are full of things that like most people on a weight loss journey or most people just try to avoid in general. But that's why I like the daily harvest. They, they say no to gluten fillers, seed oils, added sugars, starches. So all I have to do is say yes to delicious, easy to prep meals and smoothies that never leave me wondering what's really in my food. And although I'm not crazy about smoothies, they do have one that's really good. I think it's the it's it's one of the fruit smoothies and it's it I mean really they've got is so delicious. many. Yeah, there really are a lot. I'm a smoothie girl for sure and I think my favorite thing about them is that some of the ingredients like I said, I wouldn't necessarily go buy them, but they just have exactly what I want. So like to your point about wanting to eat healthy food, but I feel like a lot of healthy food feels either a lot of work or kind of boring. <laughs> and so these these smoothies are just like it's mint and cacao or acai and cherry. The dragon like, fruit is good. I like the dragon fruit. Didn't you get a pasta? They have pasta. Yeah, y'all. So there was there was like a pesto pasta or something. And it was <gasps> let me tell you, like I I love it because it was so easy just to throw together. Like, it's not something where I have to worry about, like, chopping up the vegetables and boiling the new. Like, it was like it was just so easy to, I guess, quote unquote, mm. cook. And so it was yeah, really it's like pasta. It's not like yeah. you're only eating like grass, y'all. But it was like a whole grain pasta or something. It was it was really, really good, really, really easy. And so for someone like me, who is not someone like me and Hannah, who are not big cookers, Mm-mm-mm. like I really I like the Daily Harvest a lot. And it comes in a nice box. You have everything you need right there. And it's just so convenient. And like I said, there's the ingredients are amazing. So you can take the guessing out of eating well and try Daily Harvest. For a limited time only, go to dailyharvest.com slash TDD to get $30, that's a lot, 
off your first box plus free shipping. That's dailyharvest.com slash TDD for $30 off your first box and free shipping. Dailyharvest.com slash TDD for the dating detectives. He comes home upset, sad, mad, like upset that he got me upset on my birthday. So he basically goes, well, I've been looking at this dog. I really want to get this dog. And I had said to him multiple times, I can't afford a dog. I don't want to take, I can't train a puppy right now. My brain can't deal with it. Like I'm stressed. I am anxious. I am overwhelmed. I don't really want a responsibility right now. And I definitely can't afford one. He doesn't give a shit. He goes and gets that dog. And he makes this entire TikTok about it on our couple account being like, I, this is a whole fake fake TikTok, just to let you guys know. I knew he was getting the dog. It was not a surprise. And he definitely didn't get it for me because of my anxiety and my loneliness. He got it for me because he cheated on me in Costa Rica. But he makes this whole TikTok saying, hi guys, like I'm surprising her. She's been super anxious lately. And I don't know, she just moved to California for me. And she doesn't really have a lot of people and I feel bad for how lonely she's been. So I really just wanted to get her something that makes her feel better. And so I'm surprising her with this dog and da, 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 da. And made, we, he forced me to make this whole thing. And I had to be like, oh my God, look at her. Like, da, da. Oh my God. You're these. I love these videos and now I'll never believe that. <laughs> They're fake. They're fake. That's horrible. <laughs> Yeah, that one was fun. Made the whole TikTok about it and <laughs> promised me I wasn't going to be financially responsible for it. The minute he handed me my dog, he never took care of her after that. He never bought her anything. He never took her on a walk. He never trained her. He never paid for her training. He never paid for her food. Nothing. So the minute that dog was given to me, I took complete financial and full taking care responsibility of her. But I do love my dog. I am very happy that I got her out of this. She is my literal best friend, but we go everywhere together. So that is one very great thing that came out of this. So I ended up getting a job at Tesla because now I'm financially responsible for a dog and I don't want to do OnlyFans anymore. I'm sick of it. I don't want to do it anymore. So I get a job at Tesla. A girl that I met in the apartment complex we moved into helped me get. So I'm kind of friends with her now. I'm making friends at Tesla. I'm gone from nine to six every day. You know, you would think that he likes that freedom, but he's telling me to quit every day. I'm not putting enough energy into OnlyFans, which means he's not making money. So he's telling me to quit every day because I'm not wanting to do OnlyFans. So I'm at Tesla one day and I get a message from a girl a long, long, long message basically saying, I'm dating Jay. <gasps> like, well, okay. I don't know why I just gasped because I like, literally I am not <gasps> surprised at all whatsoever, but it's fine. I know. Don't know. I don't know why I gasped. That was silly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're like, no, <laughs> it's no still, surprise. It's still, everything. It makes us, we're just mad. And she has like has had sex in my bed multiple times. She has a, she knows my dog, like (gasps) hangs out with my dog all the time. All these things, right? So I confront him and he basically says that she is a crazy drug addict that he knows from college. Oh my God. Mind you, I have seen this name 
I've seen this name come up on his phone before. And I was like, oh, who are you texting? And he was like, oh, this is my friend from college. She's in town right now. And I am trying to get, I'm giving her recommendations of places to go and places to eat. And I'm like, okay, cool, whatever, done. Two weeks later, I get the message from the same girl with the same profile picture he had on his phone that she has on her like Instagram. So I'm like, well, that connects really well. But yeah, she said that she was in like a full relationship with him. He goes up to Dana Point to see her. And I'm like, oh, he used to have a lot of real estate conferences in Dana Point. How freaking crazy. Oh, how convenient. So yeah, he told me that she was a crazy drug addict from college that he was trying to help get better and that someone from college had reached out and asked him to help her. And I'm like, this is the same girl that you told me was getting di- like needed dinner recommendations. And he's like, well, I just didn't want to tell you. I didn't know like all these things. And I'm like, well, she's saying she's had sex in my bed, the bed that I paid for. I don't think you guys, I I don't think anyone remembers the fact that I paid the bed frame, the dresser, the mattress, the comforter, the everything. And I have to come home and sleep in that. You know, he didn't wash the sheets or any of that. Not to mention the disgusting health related issues of all of this. I mean- Yes, we know that I talked to her and she was like, I saw your TikTok account. Everyone saw our TikTok account, which is like so insane why he would continue to do the TikToks because that's how I was catching him. Big question mark there. I've also been thinking that. Why would he want that? It's almost like he wants this attention. I don't know. It was. Yeah, it was a big thing for me, too, that I was constantly like going over my head. And I'm like, why are we posting these? And then I stopped wanting to post them because I felt like the stupid girl. Because now he's getting posted on pages and they're talking about me being like, yeah, he has this girlfriend. She won't leave him. I've already told her like and I'm like, come on, like, (laughs) don't yell at me. I'm trapped. Like, But yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I after that whole thing, you know, I still continue dating him. I he just was kind of like, you know, if you're going to believe her, then we're going to break up. And she's this crazy drug addict. She's going to say anything to get us to break up. And I'm just like, no, but wait, I don't have anything. Like, don't break up with me. So it was kind of really lame in that way as I really had great evidence of for sure cheating in my bed. He actually texted me that day also asking when I was coming home, which I wish I would have just drove home at that second, honestly. (laughs) But yeah, I had no one. I was scared. I was scared that he was going to leave me broke, homeless and without anything. So I stayed with him again after that cheating scandal. But right after that whole cheating scandal, that is when I got the call from Livy. When I got the DM from Livy, I was actually at work at Tesla working. I was very anxious already because I had already found out about the whole sleeping in my bed cheating scandal situation. So I was already very anxious. I was already like constantly checking my DMs because I, you know, was scared of those hey girly DMs now because I had gotten them so many times already. But I actually saw her comment like, hey girl, check your DM. And I noticed her name and I like ran to my DMs. I was at work and I completely just 
logged off like at work like my brain shut off I like completely went into that I think I I had to go deliver a car so when I was delivering that car I called her immediately and she's just like I can hear the shaking in her voice too and she's like I'm so sorry like this is really traumatizing for me and I'm like super scared to be telling you all this right now but I just don't want this to happen to you. And she kind of ran me through the whole OnlyFans thing. She ran me through the cheating. She ran me through the cars. She ran me through everything that I really knew. Like she had told me pretty much everything that had already been happening to me. Happening to you. But I was still like kind of in denial. Like I wasn't really trying to tell her what was going on. She had been like, is this happening to you? Like, I saw you're doing OnlyFans. And I was just like, yeah, like, he has cheated on me, I think. Like, you know, I was just being very bland with it. I was telling her like, oh, I had done OnlyFans before him, which was not true. So I was just being very short with her. But the whole time she was telling me things like deep down, I was like, holy shit, this is happening to me. I think this like, but then at the same time, the like, brainwashed girl was also like he would never do this to you she was the crazy ex why are you even listening to her you can't and then I was also like the whole time I was terrified of telling him like I was terrified of telling him that I talked to his ex because I knew he was just gonna scream at me not listen to any of the things I had questions about because anytime that I found out he was doing something you know he would always be put it back against me and make it my fault So I didn't really want to do anything about it. She was sending me messages that he was sending her in the same breath, basically being like, I hope that, you know, I hope your doctor, like threatening her to go sue her at her job and threatening her. And once I saw that, I decided I was going to confront him about this. I showed him the message that Livy sent me and it was him threatening her. And I was like, what is going on? Like, this is insane. Like, why are you threatening this girl? Like, who are you? Like, I've never heard these like horrible words come out of your mouth. Like, and he was just like, oh, let me see this and like took my phone. And then that's when he sent the message to Livy being like, none of, I've never experienced this before. I'm sorry you guys had this experience, but I've never experienced it before. Like, you guys need to leave him alone. I really think that you should. Oh my goodness. So he took your phone and sent that. And then- (laughs) <laughs> Livy, I love her. She ha ha ha. She like ha 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 it and then blocked my number, which you know was good because I would do the same thing because that was like another way of him contacting her through me, kind of you know. So she blocked me on everything. So I didn't talk to her again until October t- twenty twenty three. So mm. for some January twenty twenty three to October. I didn't talk to her and I stayed with him. But I feel like I always had her in the back of my mind because I'm like, I never knew he was sending these horrible messages to them. So I'm like, I just hope she he stops. So fast forwarding a little bit to Valentine's because I spent every major holiday by myself. <laughs> my birthday, oh, Valentine's. That is um, awful. Yeah, I was always by myself for like all the important things. And one thing about Valentine's was it was important to me. It was my first Valentine's that I'd ever spent with anybody. I was super excited for it. I had all these plans. I was like super, super excited. He went to Super Bowl 
which was before Valentine's. And he was planned to come back the day before Valentine's. He went he to drank- the Super Bowl? Like, he yeah. Went- well, I wouldn't say he went to the Super Bowl. He went to Arizona and partied with everyone that went okay. to the Super Bowl. I was going to say, who's paying for him to go to the Super Bowl? But yeah, he comes home the night of Valentine's. He's in a bad mood and he's mad that I'm upset. I'm like, whatever, you know, I got him a basket full of things for Valentine's Day, like all of his favorite things, like the cutest little basket. I got him like one of those little envelopes that pop open a bunch of pictures and it pop opens a bunch oh, of things. I don't know if you've seen that. I Super so cute. sweet and I don't like this guy. I know. <laughs> It's horrible. And I'm just like, you know, can I open it or can you open it? And he's like, I don't want to open it tonight. Like I've I've had a long day. Like I don't want to like I don't want to do this right now. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like this is all the stuff I got you. But he like opens it like in a bad mood, like basically like didn't even say thank you, didn't even do anything, just was like, well, thanks, whatever. Just bullshit. And so the next day I'm like begging him to take me to dinner before my mom comes into town because my mom was coming into town. And I was just like, you know, like, let's have our Valentine's Day dinner. The entire dinner, he made me cry the entire time about saying how I was pushing him to do this dinner and he has so much anxiety and da 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 da. And when it was time for the bill to come, he was like, I have anxiety. I need to go outside. And I had to pay for the bill because who's going to just stand there and sit there and stare at a bill because he's just sitting outside having an anxiety attack. So I pay for the food. Yeah, I pay for the food, whatever. We go home. I'm crying. He's yelling at me for crying. I'm like, this is the worst Valentine's Day ever. Like, I'm done. And now my mom's coming the next day. And my mom had questions ready. She was ready to drill him. She was like, where are you go- where where like where do you do real estate at where like what's your mom's name like what like she was drilling him with like these deep questions and he had to answer to answer to answer to answer he had everything ready he, he even had studied. open houses planned out to go to names house addresses everything planned out to tell us that that is where he was going when we went wine tasting he had all these places. He showed my mom. My mom was like, oh, let like we should stop by his open house. And he's like, oh, well, I have its own, it's own appointment only. Like there's going to be big people there. Like I'd rather you guys not like all these things, like avoiding it. And my mom's like, okay. So my mom and I go wine tasting. He tells us he has open houses and he's going to come after. I'm texting him like I have his Tesla on my phone so I can see if he's gone or not. I text mm-hmm. him and I'm like, hey, how's your showings? Because he's still at home. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, they're good. I'm on my way back from him right now. I just, you know, he's not. He's sitting at home the whole entire time. So I'm like, no, he's lying. He just lied to my mom. He just told her the ultimate excuses. He told her these names, these people, these addresses, all these things, like even the price of the house. Like he had everything planned out for her. And she was just shocked by how prepared he was for her, basically. Did she know that you had caught him in the past? She like, knew everything. You, she knew everything. Yeah. She's a, I would oh, call wow. her. She's a bestie. I would call her like just crying and she's just like, leave him. And I'm like, but I think I gave him another chance. <laughs> like I was just so scared to always tell her that I gave him another chance. But she knew I'd leave eventually. Like, oh, my God, she's so happy now. You know, she's thrilled. It's hard. I'm sure many people can relate to like we all have to kind of get there ourselves. 
And I've always been that person. I've always been that person where I'll figure it out myself type of like it, the hurt will hurt, but I'll learn the lesson. Cause like, what if I just left and I would not have learned the lesson in a way, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. But yeah, we went wine tasting. He had showings. He never went to them. He lied about going to them. And then I'm like, well, if you're done, like, why don't you come wine tasting? And he was just like lost his mind over the idea of me not being respectful of the fact that he just worked all day and he doesn't want to come and drive us around and come wine tasting because we had Ubered there. And he's like, you just want me to come pick you guys up. Like you guys just want me to be your DD. Like you guys just like, but I'm like, this is my mom. Like horrible treatment. Oh, he should be bending over backwards to make her trip lovely and make her like him. I hate it. But yeah, every night that I went back into the room after being with my mom all day, he forced me to do OnlyFans stuff because I was not allowed to take a break. I had been taking a break all day. And so I had to go in at night and stay up until midnight, 2 a.m. and do these like sexting, flirting sessions with these guys and make content or go and take a shower video or go and do these things because I was I had money to make. I had things to do. And I had been hanging out with my mom all day, wasting time, basically what he made. Oh, me think. my God. Yeah. He made me every single night I went into that room. He made me ball my eyes out and then made me work after it was the <laughs> it was the worst. That seriously, like, it makes me want to cry just thinking about how awful that must have been for you. I'm so mm -hmm. sorry. Yeah, and I obviously kept that from my mom. Like, she didn't know any of that at the time, but now she she probably would have flipped a shit. She would have, she wanted me to come sleep in bed with her. Like, she was like, why don't you just come sleep with me? Like, fuck him. And I'm like, because that will be a whole problem. Like, I'd love to come sleep with you, mom, but I can't. Like, he'll yell at me type thing. But yeah, he, my mom hated him. She, it was horrible. He was, you know, he was even horrible to her, which is like a whole nother thing. Like if, if the guy doesn't treat your mother very, like freaking a queen, leave him. He ain't going to treat you like a queen either. No, but you got to treat my mom good. And he's got to treat his mom like a queen. Yeah, exactly. So now we're getting to what was the last straw for me. The thing that made me decide to finally leave Oh, oh my gosh. God. <laughs> Hold on. Let me like pre- rearrange myself. I, I don't know. know. What I know. More I'm could getting comfortable. Happen? Get comfy. <laughs> I need my candy. I need to like snack. Yeah, popcorn. <laughs> but yeah, okay. It was around tax season and I was having really, really hard times doing my taxes because I had so much, so many things coming from so many different places. And meaning like OnlyFans and now Tesla and mm-hmm. I had stuff from Hawaii and I had all these things. And then for OnlyFans, you owe, you know, so I'm like trying to figure out things to write off. It's super hard. You're he also then, like still what, 22 at this point? Yeah, I'm 22 at that point. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I had had my mom help me do my taxes every single year. And then I was like, well, this is OnlyFans. I got to do it by I myself gotta now. I got to do it myself. It's, still, yeah. it's so complicated. So, yeah, my texts were super hard. And then he was like, oh, let's get a let's get a business platinum card for the LLC. So then we can just put all your business expenses on there and it'll be easier to write them off. And he was like, and then also if we get a business platinum card, we can get like the lounges and stuff and we can make our traveling a little bit easier. He was planning a trip to Turkey for his friend's wedding. So I was like, that sounds great in my head a little bit more of like comfort traveling. So I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, let's do it. He's like, I'll add you as a card holder. Like nothing will go on your credit. You can just pay a little bit extra to be on my account basically. So 
he's like, what's your social security card number? So I just give it to him, literally give it to him. Like I know, no, no, nothing. I don't think of it at all. I see that this girl is texting him and I'm like, who the hell is this? And he gaslights me for an entire hour telling me it was, I saw a different name. I see clearly the message. He sits there and gaslights me and tells me, you didn't see that name. It was this person. (gasps) And they didn't say that. They said this. And it was a clear good morning, smiley face, heart text. Clear as day. And he sits there for an hour and tells me, I don't know what I'm talking about. And I saw a different name. And that's not what I actually saw. So after the credit card account has been opened, I am a little iffy about it because for some reason, my name keeps coming up first. Like, on all these emails that are going to his account, I'm like, let me see the account. Let me see the account. He's not showing me anything, but I keep seeing my name on all the emails. And so fast forward, it's whatever. I haven't looked in, into anything. He goes to Texas. I'm stalking this one girl who I saw the message from. I'm stalking her Instagram and she is posting the exact same locations that he is in in Texas. And the one really specific one was a man-made surf wave in Texas. I knew he was there. I obviously, and she posted that she was there and it was like him on the wave. And so I messaged her and I was like, Twitter fingers. I was like, he is in a full relationship. We have a dog. We have a lease. We have a turkey trip planned together. We've bought flights. Like I'm literally, oh my God. We have like all these things. Credit card together. Credit card, all these things. And she's just basically replies and says, I don't know what you're talking about. But then the next message right under that goes, hi, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I had no idea. What the hell? I don't want anything to do with this. So I say, did you just say that first message? It sounds like a completely different person. And I send her a screenshot. And then the next one goes, no, I didn't. That was my assistant. And then the next one goes, no, I didn't write that. What the hell? I don't want any part of this. So I'm confused because I'm getting two completely different messages on the same account. And I feel like it's kind of hard to hack someone's Instagram and say things that you're not seeing. You know, like I'm just really confused. So I basically go, can you just tell me yes or no if he's cheating on me with you? And it just goes, no, blocked. And I'm like, he definitely wrote that. After I text her, after I see all this, I'm call American Express. I'm like, get my name off of that card right now. And she's like, I can't. It's your card. You're the account holder. And I'm like, excuse me? This is all, he's charged five grand on here already now. So I'm like, cancel that shit. It's cancel it. Because I just found out I'm in full account holder, full responsibility for every dime that goes on there. Oh my God. So- canceled it. He calls me two seconds after and starts screaming at me. Like, how dare you cancel this card? Da, 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 da. Long story short, he comes home from Texas. He gives me this whole thing. He manipulates the shit out of me. And I reinstate the card to go to Turkey with it. (gasps) Dumbest idea I think I've ever had in my life because I would be $12,000 less in debt if I didn't do that now. But reinstated it. He put the whole Turkey trip, $12,000. He's put tables that he's went out and got drunk at. He's put hotels that he went out and cheated on me with. He's put his food, his bills, his car insurance, his health bills all on it. This is all stuff I'm paying off now to this day. Mm. And I'm just like, 
I think he's going to pay it off. I'm just like, I've never seen him not pay something in a way. Like I really haven't. But in a way, he always paid it with my money. Right. So I'm like really thinking like, oh, he's really going to pay this. He's not going to leave me in debt. Like this is crazy. This is a crazy amount of money to leave somebody in debt for. But after, you know, we reinstated it. (laughs) He charged all this stuff from Turkey. While we were in Turkey, I saw him texting the same girl, the one from Texas. I started seeing that he was texting her, like sending her TikTok, sending her all these things. So I lose my mind, obviously, because I'm like, why am I in Turkey with you? Like, why did I come here? You should have just brought her at this point. And he threatens to leave me in Turkey. Oh, my God. Like left the hotel. He threatened to just leave me there. I was up crying all night. Like I was sick. Like I was like my stomach was sick. Mm -hmm. And I'm like terrified to obviously get left in Turkey because I'm not I don't know. Like I don't know what to do in Turkey to get home if I got left. I wouldn't know what to do. That would be horrifying. I could figure it out. I would call my mom crying. I don't know what to do. Yeah, Yeah. like I'd figure it out, but I didn't want to get left. So I didn't get left in Turkey. He actually just the next morning switched, flipped a switch and just was nice after that again. And we went to, because he's mood switches, like he can scream at me all night and leave me there. And then he'll wake up the morning and be like, let's just not fight. And I'm like, that makes you feel crazy, probably. Yeah, it makes me feel insane. But at that point, I was like, anything to make this not so horrible for myself. I was going through so much mentally. I was like anxious and I was around all his friends because it was a wedding. Like it was his friend's wedding. We were around so many people and it was just like, get it together. We're going downstairs type thing. So I got it together. We ended up finishing the turkey trip and we flew into New Jersey from Turkey where his sister was. So we stayed at his sister's house that night he started another fight with me and I just brought up the girl again. And I was like, well, you're still texting her. I'm at this point going home in the morning. He's not coming home with me. He just like went to visit his family. He had a couple festivals on the East Coast as well. So he stayed. I returned home after after Turkey, after staying at his sister's that one night. At his sister's, we basically were like, I'm done with you. Like I, 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 cause we were fighting and I was like, I'm done. Like, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like. This last girl from Texas, this last cheating scandal, the putting the card in my name, the everything was my, I was done. Like I was so far fucking done at this point. And we basically, I'm just like, I don't, I'm done. And so we go to bed or I wake up in the morning and I just go to leave. And he's like, you're really going to leave. I can't believe you're just going to go home and not talk to me at all. Like, are we breaking up then? And I'm just like, I don't know, Jay, I'm just done. I need to go home. I need my dog. I need to figure things out. So I go home after Turkey and he was gone for a month. He went to lots of places, did the festival, and then he ended up going to Italy for another wedding that I was just like, I am not going with you. Like, it's done. That month that he was gone, he put more of that onto the credit card. So we're in big debt on this credit card. During the time he was gone for that entire month, over 10 boxes of his things started showing up at the door. Like oh my boxes, God. boxes of things, which named Jenny from Vegas. You know, it was coming from Vegas and it was coming from the ex Jenny. Okay. Boxes of things. Like, I mean, old like cords, Xboxes, shoes, clothes, belts, like cooking stuff, like random 
shit, which was so answered a lot of questions because it was so confusing why he didn't have anything to his name when I first met him. Like he only had some clothes. He only had a little bit of stuff. So all of these things come in like the crazy amount of things. And I never knew about it. So I'm just, I'm just like, I was never informed all of his crap was being sent over. So I'm like, what is all of this stuff? Like, you're not communicating with me. He's still cheating on me with this girl. And so after he came home from this month long trip, we just agreed to like mutually break up because now it's September, 2023. October is happening soon. The lease is ending in October. We're agreeing to like mutually break up. I'm like, I'm done. I can't do this. And he was like, we can break up, but you have to continue working with me. Like he was, the business was his. My OnlyFans was not my own. All the accounts I've made, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, none of them were mine. They were all his. He said, you're going to take all of my work And, you know, just go and run with it. And I'm going to get nothing out of it. And all of these things, all of this work I've done for you, you're just going to take it. So I agree to work with him still, but break up. I had a plan working in my brain, but I was just like, I'll just say I'm going to work with him, but I'm not going to continue working with him. He's not going to get paid his last little bit. Like none of this is going to actually happen. So we agree to mutually break up, but we also agree that like he's going to leave and go on this festival trip and he's not going to come back until I'm out of the house just so we can split. Clean break. Yeah. So as we do that, he's still working with me. He's forcing, he's like, you need to go on OnlyFans Live. So I'm like, okay, I'll do it. I make $1,500 that day. No one helps me. I'm the only one making that money. He immediately calls me. He's like, oh my God, you did so good. Hey, can you send me my half of that right now though? Because I need to do something and I need the money. And I was like, none of that half is yours. Are you fucking kidding me? I was like, you didn't do anything. I said, where was the agency? Where were the chatters? No one posted. No No one did anything. What? No. And he was like, well, that's not how a business works. And I said, no, that's how a pimp works. I said, you're not getting my money. I was was like, you're not getting you're not getting my money. And he was like, it was $1,500. Like, what you want, $750? That's what you really want? That's yeah, like you're really you're freaking out about that bad? And he lost his mind when I called him a pimp. But I'm like, it is what you are. Like, it is what you are. And I, I only realized that I was being pimped out right when that happened. Like, right when he was like, you will have to give me that $1,500. And I was like, I worked for that $1,500. And he was like, well, you have to give it to me. I was like, no, I actually don't, which is so crazy. Like, I'm going to keep that, that money. felt wild to like get to that point. Yeah, I felt very empowered, but I was still very scared. It was nice to say all these things to him, but it was also like, it's also important to note that he was very like, I will ruin your life. I will make your life hell. I will fuck your life up, basically, mm. if you mess with me. Yeah. Like, he oh. was very- and that's at every step, like- that's mm-hmm. something it's easy to forget as you hear the story in a one hour, two hour podcast episode is like the fear that you're constantly living in. Yeah, no, it was a fear of constant. Yeah, it was constantly fearing him. And so that same night we're fighting, I'm calling him a pimp, whatever. I'm like, I'm done. I go to a bar. I'm with my friend. She's visiting me. I'm like, let's just go get a drink. Like, I'm sick of this. I followed this guy that I'd been, he'd been a good friend at the bar. Like he kind of like, you know, he keeps you safe at the bar. He's like one of those guys that like kind of protects you from the weirdos. And I was like, finally, you know, yeah, I was like, finally, I'm single. I can follow him. Like, you know, he's a cool friend, like cool, whatever. I don't have to deal with, you know, him yelling at me. 
oh my God, immediately. I think I followed him for two seconds before Jay texted me like, oh, I see what you're doing. You did all of this to follow him. Like you, this is what you wanted, like all of this. So as he's saying all this, he is blowing up my phone, calling me a prostitute, calling me a slut, calling me. Oh my say, God. Saying all of these nasty things, saying horrible, horrible things. And as I'm at the bar, he hacked all of my social media. He hacked my Instagram, my Snapchat, my Twitter, Ooh. both of my TikToks. And I'm getting all these notifications like account, 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 account. He's hacking my iCloud. He's How? reading Does my- he have your password or is he getting I into don't, it? You don't know. No, I don't know because he's sending me word for word messages that I'm sending people. And he's like, yes, I read, I'm reading all your messages. He must have done that when he hacked my computer a long time ago. Which also reminds me to mention that I just found out that he's been tracking my AirPods since <gasps> I don't know when. Oh my God, the AirPods. I didn't even yeah, think AirPods. AirPods. I went to like switch them to my other phone and it was like j at gmail.com is tracking, is like has oh this location. Oh my God. And so I'm like, well, damn, now he knows where I live. Like that kind of sucks. I didn't even think about the AirPods. Holy shit. The AirPods are, the, everybody after you're finished listening, go through and see go what check. locations are shared with who on all your devices. Let's just do a little Seriously, sweep. I didn't even think of it. Well, I didn't either. Like, I would have never thought to check unless I just, like, switched my headphones that one day and Apple told me, you know? So after he hacked all my things and he was reading my iCloud and all these things, he, I went to bed. I wake up and my entire OnlyFans is wiped. Like, the entire thing, everything is gone, all the posts, and it has fake scam artist on the top and says... The location is anyone's bed because I'm desperate. And it says my pussy's for everyone. Oh and my he's God. Plastered, plastered it everywhere. He sent messages like, make sure you unsubscribe and screenshot all your content because when I delete my account, you'll lose everything. So he's basically telling everyone to take my content mm -hmm. and unsubscribe after. So I wouldn't have the subscriber and everyone would go and then everyone would still have my like free content, whatever. And he did that for like four days where I would delete everything, try to log him out, and he still would get in. Somehow, I, I changed the password and email 18 million different times. I ended up having to put like two-factor authenticator like through a password and all this crazy stuff just so he wouldn't get in. And he just kept doing it, saying all these crazy things, sending out mass messages, just trying to ruin my life like he told me he was going to do. After he wipes my OnlyFans, I block him everywhere. Everywhere he texts me, I start I block him. He started texting me on Instagram. He texted me on Facebook. And he texted me on our, even our shared notes. We had shared notes, like planning trips together. And he messaged me like, I need you to text me back. Like, da, da, da. like he was just trying to text me on anything Harassing he had. You. <laughs> yeah. He started, like, all the threats started escalating. He told me, I'll make sure you don't stay in California. Like, I will make sure of it. And I was just like, I'm going to get a restraining order. Don't mess with me like that. Like, I'm not about the threats. I'm not about any of it. I was like, my dad will come down here and stay with me if he needs to. Like, we're not about that shit. So I go and get a TRO. It was accepted but denied in court. He showed up two days before with an attorney and I didn't have one. So I fought it by myself and it didn't, I kind of, I didn't get destroyed in court. Like he says I did. I just, I wasn't really allowed to talk. Like I didn't really get a chance mm. to talk or defend myself. His attorney was 
rude as hell and was obviously doing her job, but I'm just like, whatever. In court, I didn't get the restraining order because they were basically just like, he'll leave you alone since you guys are broken up now. And I was like, oh. okay, I'll see you soon. You know, yeah. like, oh my God, whatever. The worst. So I can actually go in there if he harasses me and be like, look, at, he's still harassing me and get it without a court date, which is nice. So I'm still under some type of protection because he knows he has to kind of like watch his mouth when he talks to me. But he has like emailed me several times after the court date. And this is recent. I mean, yeah, I mean, this is now, you know, a couple, like a month. It's been a month since my last email. And then also he emailed me today. So, you know, like ah! he's still, he's still going. Um, he's still alive and psycho. Yeah, exactly. I've contacted him. So I've contacted him with a detailed statement of like what he owes me because he also gave me a huge story of why he can't put anything on his affirm and asked me to put his Louis Vuitton bag from the like a secondhand designer store place that like sells the secondhand ones. He asked me to put that on my affirm. And I was like, at the time, he was calling me a user. He was saying I was using him. So I was like, oh, just put it on mine. And he's like, okay, I'll pay it off right away. I just paid the leftover thousand dollars off of the other day because my credit score dropped 150 because I got sent to collections. Uh From the credit card debt that he put me in that I'm fully accountable for, American Express has not helped me whatsoever. I am like fully accountable for it. It's like, even though he charged everything on there, Mm -hmm. I'm still, because I'm the account holder, I'm responsible. And because I knew it was fraud and I reinstated it, I can't do anything about it. It's just dumb things that you learn. And then also he damaged the apartment. So when I moved out, I ran to like an Airbnb. I was like, I'm dipping out. I was like, I don't even want to be here. I ran to an Airbnb and I went to the apartment complex after making sure, you know, it was okay. He trashed it. He left so much stuff in there. He put holes in the walls. Like he left things on the walls. He left dishes in the dishwasher, dishes in the sink. Like disgusting. And so I went in there and cleaned the whole place out like a day after the lease ended, after he was out. And I still, we still got charged like $1,000 in damages. And we also got sent to collections for that because I didn't pay because I was like, I'm already paying for so much. Like, you hopefully pay. he'll pay, but he didn't pay. So then I went and paid it. So yeah, that's like another $1,000, another $1,000 for his Louis Vuitton and 80000 from all the OnlyFans stuff he took from me and mm. another twelve grand for the debit or the credit card he put in my name. He just like almost stole like a hundred grand for me, basically. He yeah. really got me, honestly. Like he he did his thing. He really he got me for a <sighs> lot of the money that he needed, that's for sure. Yeah. Post breakup, I'm trying to put my brain together. And I'm just like, I need to reach out to Livy. Like I need to reach out to her again. So I reach out through TikTok because that's the only place I knew where to reach out to her because I was blocked on everything else from before. And it took her a while to see it. I was honestly like really scared. I didn't know if like I wanted her to see it or not. I was like a little bit worried. But she immediately was like unblocked my number and texted me. She's like, hey, girl, what's up? And I was just like, yes, like Livy, like she's just such a girl's girl. Like she was just she knew what happened to me and she knew I was manipulated. She knew what happened. She knew exactly what happened when like she got that message. She was like she got got basically like Mm -hmm. you know she she got manipulated so 
we just started talking. God, we were voice memoing the hell out of each other. We were like, oh my God, and then this, did you? Oh, and then this. And we were just trauma bonding over all the things that were happening to us. And she also helped me figure out a lot about more of the cheating, the credit card fraud, the fake agencies, all the fake emails from the stalker. We bonded over the fat shaming Like, I got fat shamed so much. I wasn't allowed to eat sugar either. Like, I was always getting yelled at for wanting dessert. That's so interesting. I want to hear more about the feeling of connecting and finally having somebody else in this isolation. It was so nice. I'm sure it was so cool for Livy, too, in a way. I mean, you know, she's here, so she can talk about it, too. But Yeah, Livy, feel free. Yeah, literally just the validation was crazy and like when you go through things like this like you can tell your friends you can tell your family you can tell your new boyfriend and everyone around me is thank god so loving and supportive and understanding and of course they believe me but nobody understands it like someone else who has been through it and like i said you know they all believe me but they're kind of like oh you know that's really crazy but no one gets what it's like to go through it and then not even know like what was real, what wasn't, you know, and then putting more pieces together. It's incredible. It's emotional. It's healing. We have such a sweet friendship now. If nothing else, I've made the best friend in the world through Jay. If one good thing comes out of the situation, it's it's girlhood, it's friendship, it's sisterhood, and all of the love in the world. 100%. I love that so much. I love that so much. Now, because you now forever and ever, you always have someone that you can relate to when it comes to that situation. Oh my gosh. We, the amount of things that we both had happen to us at the same time, like even the, this is one that I, I'm seeing it on my notes and I have to say it is he forced us to watch Tinder Swindler, both of us. I actually got forced to watch it three different times because I fell asleep the first two times, but he would be like, Look at how crazy he is. Oh my God, I feel so bad for the women that are getting all this money stolen from them. Like he made us watch Tinder Swindler. Meanwhile, which is he's exact- watching it, taking notes in the background. He's, he's like, what can I us learn from this? Yeah. It was his sick way of showing us like, hey, this is happening to you and you're stupid for not even realizing it. Can I ask you guys a question? During this relationship, like we know obviously this guy was like a complete piece of crap, but- Obviously, like you stayed for the period of time that you did. So was there, there must have been a lot of times where you felt like comfortable or felt loved. Like, was that outweighed or did you just not see the bad things that he was doing? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, he was very good at making you feel good in a way like he so I always talk about this the way he like wanted to cuddle like he would get so excited to cuddle he would get like this little voice that he had like it was just like this little baby voice like he would do like these baby voices to you like he would be like loving but then Mm -hmm. it would it could just switch like he'd be like I want to cuddle like I want to do this I love you so much but then we're fighting or if I want to like it'd be like like, he does like yeah like just enough to keep you holding on Yeah, like it was those little moments where like you crawl into bed and he's like happy to be there with you that you were like, oh, he loves me. But then it's like now that I'm thinking back, I'm like, oh, he was just matching me like a narcissist does. You know, he was just, you know, being in the same kind of vibe I was in at the time, because if I was angry, he would be angry, too. 
back at me. But if I was in a good mood, he I think it was easier for him to be in a good mood. You're you know, like being, I think he just you're matched vibes and being obedient to what he wants. Like, mm-hmm. I, absolutely. I, yeah. I think it's, that's something important to say. Is like it wasn't all horrible, and every single day you're being actively all these things. It was such a mind f coming out because it's like wait we had inside jokes and like we laughed together and i bonded with his friends and family that's where the denial comes in where you're like wait no Mm -hmm. i was in kind of a good relationship like he loved me and i loved him he just has this and this but that's important to say for other women like Mm -hmm. if you're having these doubts and you see some of these signs like it's not all bad all the time for it still to be happening to you Yeah, like there was a reason we stayed like there was like partial reasons minus like the manipulation and the feeling very dependent and the all that type of stuff like manipulating and making me feel loved was a that's manipulating too. like you were just manipulating me into thinking that you loved me. Well, and you want to believe that part. That's the part you want to hold on to. Well, mm-hmm. I've just realized love is not that hard. Like, love should yes. not be that painful. I was thinking like, that, too. We are all taught. Everyone ta- tells you, like, oh, relationships are hard. Relationships are hard work. And that's not untrue. But I think it makes it hard to distinguish between when it's ro- when it's abusive. Like, you sometimes... Yeah, when it's so hard, it's not worth it. And you should never, ever feel unwanted, unloved, unattractive, Mm-mm. a bother, no. a pain in the ass. Like, nothing. Like, you should never feel like that. No, you're mm-hmm. never a problem. One thing I want to say to women is he very, very, very made a point of is he would always be like, well, I've never hit you. I've never been physical with you. You know mm-hmm. I've never hit you, though. And I just want to say, like, no matter if it's not physical, like, I'm messed up from this man, like, traumatized. My brain is a different, it wire, it's wired a different way now. Like, mental abuse is not the same as physical, but it can really mess you up. Because I was always like, well, he never hit me. Well, mm-hmm. he doesn't hit me. It could be worse. That's not true. Like, it is bad. You are going through what you're going through. Like, mental abuse is horrible as well. And I just, like... I don't know. It's kind of gross, like him making the point always like, well, I didn't hit you. Well, I've never hit you. So you right. can't, like he's like, taking can't pride ever... in it. Like, well, I didn't do the worst to you. That's and that's not the bar. That's something that a lot sure. of people don't like a lot of people, myself included, have been involved in a situation where I'm like, well, it wasn't that. So I guess like it, it's not like it's fine. Yeah. And if anyone's saying that to you or using that as a way to diminish what you're going through, then that's what's so hard is that you don't feel like I have that concrete evidence all the time because it's not as concrete as that. Even in court, the police officers are like, well, did he hit you? And I'm like, well, no, but he did do a lot of other horrible, scary stuff. So why does it have to be physical always? Mm-hmm. But I feel like he's too smart to be physical in the way of he knows he'll get caught. Because if you if you say he mentally or emotionally abused you, all he has to say is not uh Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, that's there's no bruising. So there's hard. no physical evidence. And that's where they use that manipulation. I'm so sorry that happened to you guys. I'm really glad that you guys came together and stuck together. And it sounds like you're still even going through this now. And so I feel like you guys having each other, it sounds like it's really helping you through it, right? Well, yeah, 100%. I mean, I'm I feel like I'm a huge reason why Livy is even on the way to getting her little restraining order right now. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to talk about that, Livy, but like he's still doing crazy stuff to her. And I feel like I've been influencing the like, go get him, girls. Like, (laughs) 
Yeah, well, how yeah. nice that you can learn legal, like from each other's legal experiences. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. So in December of 2023, this last December, he had reached out to me saying, you sell your pussy on the internet. You're so disgusting. Your parents pay for your entire life, which is false. I own my own company and I'm completely independent loser, period. (laughs) But saying all that disgusting stuff and because I'm sure it was prompted because he gets like hate comments on TikTok and girls talk about him on you know those Facebook pages and he just can't fathom that anyone else knows that he's so horrible other than us we're talking yeah. about the pages that are like are we dating the same guy and stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah he'll yes. get posted on it and then blame us for it even right. though there's more people wanting to know what's going on with him Exactly. And so I obviously ignored that once again, blocked that number. And just as soon as a couple weeks ago, I get a random ad on Snapchat and it's his full government name. It's his username that I know to be his username. It's his Bitmoji. And I get a message saying, you must miss me so much. You're obsessed with me. You watch everything I do. And then attachment, a porn of myself and him that I didn't know was being filmed. (gasps) and this is from like 2021 before we were even official and that was my moment like I told my parents everything we have an attorney on retainer and I'm currently suing him taking him to to court for a temporary restraining order hopefully get a permanent there needs to be criminal charges that's where I'm at with that so he has a lot coming for him get ready she said get ready (laughs) for real he has bigger fish to fry than reaching out to Chloe for who knows what yeah now he's trying now he texted me today saying he has pending legal action against me and I gave him everything he needed to continue legal action and I'm like okay let's see it like you're about to get sued by me you're about to get sued by her so where are you gonna get the third attorney fees like you have to pay for mine too like you messed with the wrong bitches (laughs) yes I mean like I said earlier he has good taste that's the only good thing about him you are both amazing, and I hope now you have us too. Like uh, we're, I mean, Molly it, behind the scenes and Mackenzie and I, we're like hyped up. Like, all right, uh, we're invested in these cases now. I want to get updates, and I don't know if there's any way we're on. We're on the early stages of thinking of how dating detectives can help support people like you because it needs to be easier to access like legal information and representation and. Get these fuckers. <laughs> I know. You're, you're already doing a huge do thing, though. Yeah. You you're already are, doing like... the biggest thing by giving us this platform to talk about it. And even though it's anonymous and women might not know exactly who we're talking about unless they run into him, God forbid. But then other people in other parts of the world dealing with other men or predators in general will know the signs. Also, if somebody listening thinks they're talking to this exact person. If you reach out to our email, investigate at the datingdetectivespodcast.com or DM <laughs> us. If you say the name of the person and it's this person, we can connect you to Chloe and Libby. Or if you're going through this exact same thing, we, we want to share your story too. Yeah, that too. We will get on a girl's FaceTime and we will tell you everything and we'll bond and we'll keep you safe, girl. Uh, yeah. You have support. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> well, Chloe and Livy, I do hope that well, we'll share with you what our audience responds to this story, because I am so confident that they're going to get so much out of it. 
We're all like, I'm obsessed with both of you. You're so great. And I hate that he he puts you guys through this. Obviously, there's like nothing else to say. You're just like on this journey for whatever f- stupid reason. But look what you're doing with it. So thank you for coming. Thank here. you. Thank you. We're happy to be here. That was crazy. I'm so mad. Like, I'm fired up. I know. And the sad thing, and also it's bittersweet. So that's the end of our episode, but that's not the end of the story. Their relationship with this guy in terms of holding him accountable is ongoing. And we love Chloe and Livy so much. So we're going to keep up with them and keep y'all up updated to the extent that we can. Also, I want to point out how brave these girls were telling this story, especially because it's ongoing, just because this is stuff that's so hard for a lot of people to talk about. So good for them for sharing it and using a a platform like this to share their story, because if this is especially since this is ongoing, this could be happening to so many other people. And some people have reached out thinking it's the same guy, which means that there's potential that this is happening with other people as well. And someone mentioned um, Andrew Tate. Have you heard of Andrew Tate? He's like a, Uh, he teaches mm. how to groom and manipulate. Like he literally teaches how to manipulate people in this way. It's It's crazy. Like there's like a whole, there's a whole training on it. And that's like, he needs to be shut down. Like if you guys have Andrew Tate stories, we need to hear those too. Oh yeah. Anyone in that camp of just treating women as less than human or treating anyone as less than human. I, yeah, it's it's beyond comprehension that you mentioned this on the last episode, and I want to reiterate, like, the laws in place don't really protect They're people They're not very protective. Case. There's such a stigma for sex work or even abuse that is not necessarily violent or physical, mm-hmm. and it just becomes so much harder to not only share your story, but see any accountability. That really hurts my heart. So if you if you have a story like this and you want to share it and you want to use this platform to get your story out and help other women potentially, like you are not alone and we want to help you share your story. So please make sure you share with us. And if you follow us on the Instagram or on the TikTok at the Dating Detectives Pod, or is it the Dating Detectives Podcast? Dating Detectives Detectives Podcast. Yeah. So the Instagram and the TikTok is Dating Detectives Podcast. (laughs) When you see us talking about this story, will you please comment or leave messages to show your love and support for Chloe and Livy just so that they can see that they are supported. They are not alone. And it would just be really helpful to them to see all the the love and support. And we want to share that with them. If you send us a private message or just comment. Yeah, we want to keep you updated because especially because ongoing. So we'll do our best to keep you updated but I just this is awful like such an awful situation Mm. and we've actually gotten a lot of messages too that say you know oh my gosh like thank you for talking about this because nobody talks about it and I think everybody's afraid to because is it abuse is it not is it trafficking is it not and nobody some people don't want to admit that they like did OnlyFans or did something that they might not be wanting to be public about like it makes it really murky but it is important to have a community of people who you can like go through that with and I just hope that We all can find that. I don't know. I'm still thinking about this interview like every day. Also, I want to know if and I'll be honest with you, like I have my own story about like being friends with someone that we were connected to the same guy in a very manipulative kind of cheating way. 
he totally lied to us both. But I want to know who <gasps> else is out there that has stories about like, are you friends with a woman who you met friends through with the other a guy woman. for? Yeah, friends with the other woman. We want to know if there are stories that you have where you're actually friends with the girl who maybe your boyfriend or husband cheated on you with or whatever. Like, I need we need to know those stories. We've had this happen in episodes before where two people have become friends and come on to share their story. The Jekyll and Hyde episode was a really good one if you didn't listen to that. But the yeah. camaraderie of people who can be stronger after both being manipulated by the same person is a really weirdly beautiful part of it. And I've said it before. The one good thing about these guys is sometimes they have really good taste in yeah. the woman, in the women <laughs> or the people that they fuck over. <laughs> yeah, and, and I like, want to tell... I want to tell my story too. And I think I'm going to, the other, I th- I'm going to ask my, I'm going to ask my friend if she wants to tell her <gasps> side of the story too. So I want to Wait, say thank you. Yes. Yeah, oh that'd, be, that'd be cool. <laughs> so you guys, that. if you have a friend who is the other woman or something like that, that you want to share, like, please let us know. We would love to hear your story. It's interesting that there's not like a gender neutral phrase of the other woman. Like we're just so used to it being a man, like cheating on two women <laughs> you know what that's could, so true and it, other, it could be the other man if you're a dude and you're friends with the other the other, the other man like yeah please let us know we're really interested in telling those stories too like this is a we love this All platform of because of how many people have come forward and said oh my gosh you guys this this episode really helped me because i didn't realize this or we recently had a woman reach out who said oh my gosh like i was manipulated in this situation and because of because of this one of the episodes i realized i needed to trust my femtuition, trust my gut. And immediately I was able to shut it down. And she immediately realized because she heard one of our episodes and I just thought that was really cool. So that's kind of why we're here. Like, I love that. I love that for everyone. If we can be even a tiny part of making people trust their gut, then that's all I want. It's really special. And if you guys feel it in your heart to reach out and show your love and support to Libby and Chloe, you can send us a message or comment on our on our social medias. They're about in it the comments. We'll make sure, yeah, they. We, you it's can anonymous. Totally, like, they can read it. You can totally share your love and support for them. They would really appreciate it. The one thing I was going to add is that we mentioned our lawyer, Leslie Barbara, not our oh, lawyer, yeah. but our, our friend who is a lawyer who has been on the podcast is delayed, like we had to postpone it, but she is going to give us some insight about this case and cases like this so that we can have more information about, you know, what someone can do. In this, She's a very in highly sought after attorney. So no wonder she's so yeah, she busy. busy. <laughs> but if anyone has questions, like legal she's got related big questions. Deal, big deal celebrity <laughs> clients. So that's kind of cool. I know. Like, Thank you so much for your time. Your time. We, we got Thank you. you, Leslie. But yeah, let us know if you have any questions for a lawyer about this because it's a whole different set of skills that she has. So we'll talk to her yeah. and we just want to hear from you. Oh, email I us. Say the yeah, email. Do the email because I always get it wrong. Do the email, Hannah. <laughs> Email us at investigate at the dating detectives podcast.com. Your stories, your thoughts, your questions, your concerns, anything, reach out to us. And then we're on all the socials at dating detectives podcast. We love you guys. And thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Trust your intuition. Bye, Mackenzie. Love you. Bye. Bye.